Today, I speak with the lovely Madeline Rosine. She's an indie pop singer, songwriter from Los Angeles, California. But before we begin, here's a quick preview from her latest album titled Raised on Porn. Take a listen. I wanna say I feel at home. Wanna say I'm not here alone. Wanna say these feels are real like everything I've shown. And darling, just remember, nothing set in stone. Nothing is the strangest thing I've ever known. You say it's right, I say it's not. Welcome to the Music I'd Like to Feature podcast. I have Madeline Rosine, not Rosen, yes, with me today. And I'm so thrilled that you're talking with little old me from L.A. to Wisconsin. So what a trip, what a treat. And thank you for joining. I really, really appreciate it. I'm really glad to be here. And don't downplay yourself. Music I'd Like to Feature is a stellar platform. Thank you. Does it feel inspired? I don't know. We we were just joking. Mm-hmm. When you started this out? Yeah. It wow. was a joke. Oh, I love the name. I love the name. I was like, MILF? Like, what? It's perfect. It goes perfectly with my album title, Raised on Porn. Which I'm glad you brought up because I was going to talk to you about that. This is your album, and you have a song titled Raised on Porn. And of course, on this really cool cover of yours, and we're going to feature some of this as well uh, for those listening, if you get a chance or when you well, you will, because we're going to tell you to do that, is to listen to you, follow yeah. you, and all of that that good stuff. But your album, it's pink, it's cute, it's it's saucy, sexy. You're all you're all that and a bag of chips. And so it's leading you to think that it's, you know, it's the typical, it's the typical stuff you hear from the music industry. But when you really listen to the lyrics, it's telling some other stories. So tell me about that. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, first of all, the, the whole album cover is clickbait. Let's just get that out in the open. I'm just kidding. It's just, it's a beautiful album cover. And I, you know, I was inspired, I guess, by kind of a retro feel and, um, you know, messy rooms and whatnot. I, I'm really big into collage art, so I think that influenced the design of the photograph. Um, but the album um, is really about phoniness and um, this kind of culture we live in where um, things are celebrated like butt implants and reality television stars and all of these things are just thrown at us constantly and we are consumed by them as a culture. And we kind of feel like we forget what's important and um, there's just not a lot of substance. I mean, maybe it's just because I live in LA and that stuff is just very prevalent here. Um, but, I, and then I started thinking, how does that influence our relationships and the way we relate to other people and how, does, how do these images and these concepts affect our psyche and how we deal with things and our emotions, you know, are we numb to it? Um, and that sort of thing.
that's a little taste. And uh, yeah, the clickbait. It was brilliant. Thank you. I love it. So that's why you and I connected. There's kind of an under level clickbait to uh, our titles. Well, you got to do what you got to do to get your message across. That's what you I know. Sex sells. Am I right? Yep. That's one of the lines in the song. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so you have been, you've moved around quite a bit in the, uh, around the, the world. You've been, uh, you were born and raised, I think in Cleveland, you said. Philly, yeah, New York City. Connecticut. But yes, but then I did, we did move to Cleveland. Both of my parents are from Ohio. And then we moved also to New York when I was four. And we traveled back and forth between Cleveland and New York City. And then I went to boarding school uh, in, outside of Philadelphia. And then I went to college in Western Massachusetts. And then I went to graduate school in New York City. And now I'm here. So that's just, I can only imagine the collection of stories for all of those locations, those experiences. Wow. Yeah. Would you do, do it again if you had the chance? That's a yeah. question. I mean, I don't know. there's some things that I would do differently. Like people say live with no regrets, but like, come on. Like I regret what I ate for breakfast this morning. It was tough, <laughs> you know? But like, I mean, there's like, there's a difference between like harping on regrets and wallowing and not being able to get over it and just being like, well, that was dumb and like do things differently, you know? Um, but yeah, I think like I have a lot of amazing like life narratives that I am really lucky to experience as a person like of privilege, you know, um, who's moved around a lot and explored this country and parts of the world. Um, and I think right now that's so important um, because I see a lot of people with very different views from me who really haven't been outside of their small bubbles and communities and they just don't understand especially this movement that's going on right now um and you know a lot of not understanding movements is just having a small perspective so i'm very very grateful for all the places i've lived the people that i've met and the people that have influenced my ideologies and perspectives um i there's nothing I would change about, you know, interacting and meeting with the people that I've encountered. Yeah. yeah those are experiences are, are priceless and we should continue doing that and reaching out to people that uh, have different perspectives and kind of, you know, crossing those bridges and some people, it's just, there's a lot of different personalities in the world and you have yes. some that uh, like for me, I, I can't stop not talking to people that are different for me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, even in school, like when I was little, yeah. I yeah. wanted to talk to everybody. So, but that's not, doesn't necessarily come natural to uh, a lot of people. So it can be a, a very, it, it takes a lot of effort perhaps to do that. But I think that it's becoming more and more uh, of a challenge that people are experiencing expecting like especially like you were saying about our current climate and while we're talking right now I know this this podcast will be released after editing and all that fun stuff but we're talking after or during a time of very uh tremendous unrest in the country and it's forcing dialogue and conversation it's forcing people to yes. be uncomfortable a, a lot of confrontation going on especially in my friend group and also like 
you know, my, my friends from the South, you know, disagreeing with their parents, having these really hard conversations that would not have happened if it wasn't for this movement. Or yeah, probably, it, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I look back in my child and I'm in my late forties now and there were, I'm going to say they've passed on, but these are some of the older people in my family from back then and uh, in this, uh, in the South, but it, it's, it's in other places in the country too. It's like that. Uh, it's that systemic racism that never quite went away. Yeah. It's, it's like just under the surface and it's still there. And, and, people have wanted to just see it go away, but somehow it's, it's like weeds, you know, like my backyard right now is full of weeds. In yeah. fact, my husband's outside right now trying to assist in the, in the, the damage control. Uh, but anyway, you think you, you've, you've got them all and you've got this pretty lawn and yet there's, you know, it's it's still happening, and so it's that's so hard the to get forcing. Rid of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I I do have memories of in my childhood of comments and things like that, and I felt so uncomfortable as a little kid. And fortunately for me, growing up, that you know was not a part of my immediate family. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is that yeah, it's it was there, mm -hmm. um, and it's a shame. And it, you know what? And that stuff even it kind of, it permeates in our DNA, don't you think? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And so for, for people to look back and uh, take, um, take a moment to find out uh, who were my, my grandparents, great grandparents, and on and on and on, what part did they play in the yeah. history of this country for you know, positive and negative effects? And uh, as the the generation following, maybe that's not something that was put into my life and we don't talk that way. We don't live that way or think that way. But what if we brought, you know, forward, is it possible to retroactively say sorry for that? You know, yeah, I, don't know. I know those are the questions that um, some people aren't willing to uh, consider. Um, mm -hmm. And I think more people should. Definitely. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. How is your time in L.A. during all of this uh, action? I mean, I, we've got our own issues. Every single city in the country seems to be having uh, some pretty monumental uh, protests and rallies and things like that. But we also see what's going on in L.A. because that's such a, a huge city. Um, yeah. What's that like? I mean, there's, there's, there's lots of protests going on here. We have curfews now um, for tonight is the first night it's been after six tonight is 9 p.m but it was 5 p.m the other day the day after it was 6 p.m so um definitely they're cracking down on um the curfew situation um yeah it's yeah it's it's been a lot yeah we we have our measure of that as well um out here in the wisconsin area and we're close to illinois so we you know we're hearing all of that i gotta say real quick i we had our uh, curfew at eight o'clock last night and I, I was breaking the law. I went oh, on a walk around the block. Oh, I did too. And I got a lot of dirty looks. I didn't. We had a bunch of neighbors just kind of like, Hey, really? Feel, there was feel one guy 
he stood in his doorway and he looked like this. <gasps> Ooh. At me. And I was like, oh, okay. Ooh. Shit. But see, those are the yeah. times you pull out a guitar and you sing Kumbaya while you're walking. Yeah. In fact, yes. I, that is exactly why I brought this up because one of my neighbors literally was standing up talking to another neighbor and he had a guitar. He was out there with, he wasn't playing it, but he looked like, yeah, this is normal. We always have a guitar while I'm walking around the that. neighborhood. I love that. <laughs> so that was, that was my experience yesterday. It's crazy. I moved to LA without a guitar. Um, I had given up on music and um, yeah, it's crazy. But I moved out here without a guitar. And then after about a couple weeks, um, I don't know, I, I just borrowed a friend's guitar and I was playing it and was like, what are you doing? How do you not have a guitar out here? You need to borrow this guitar for as long as you want. And then um, I, you know, I started showing my music to people here and they were like, why are you not pursuing this full time here? What are you doing? And um, so it, it got me back in it. There are you know, like a handful of people who like believed in my sound and my ideas. And um, so there's a I'm lot so of- I'm so glad they did. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of very oh. encouraging people out here. I mean, there's a lot of whack jobs, but definitely a lot of people who believe in being an artist out here and it's it's very inspiring. That's wonderful. So you were, weren't you dabbling in fashion and there was some other thing, because you've got some interesting stories, I think, yeah. in there. Tell me about so, that before. Yeah, I was, um, I went to grad school for fashion history and theory. Um, and I dropped out to work for a magazine here in LA. So I moved from New York City. Oops and came out here um, working for a magazine. It's a travel and fashion magazine called Le Faire Magazine. Um, and it was a really cool experience. Um, basically, uh, I did a lot of writing. I was an editor, um, so I have a journalism degree. So that's what I was doing mostly. And then also some production uh, for photography and video, like BTS videos and uh, coordinating travel trips, media trips and that sort of thing and getting to travel a lot. So that was really cool. That's awesome. In fact, I was looking at your website, Madeline, ah. uh, Madeline Rosine.com. Yeah. And I was looking at your blogs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, she has a yeah. blog. But oh I think the last one was, like I'm like, wait a second, where's the rest? I'm it's intrigued. So I love this. Oh, really? Oh, God. No, so I bad. love this. Yes. Oh I'm like, should I, should what? I do more of that stuff? Yes. Yes, you should. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. It's like, God, I'll get that I'll stuff get a up. I'll or something because okay. I have no time. <laughs> You're very busy. I That I do know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I want yeah. more. I'm kind of, yeah. It was like a teaser. And then I'm like, where's the refill? Oh, okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> So yeah, what don't you do? I guess that's the big question. Don't I do dance? Really bad at dancing. Really bad. Um, uh, I mean, math, really bad at math. Um, I can analyze like basic numbers and like put them in a spreadsheet, but that's about as far as it goes. Um, yeah. So you're, you're saying no to dance, but I, you could have fooled me because your, uh, your video for uh, uh is it numb, numb? numb? yeah numb, 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 numb. i took a i had lot that of in my head classes. for oh I, good I, I i walk around when i 
pick up my favorite little cat, Murta. He's he's a lover boy. And I just go, num, 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 num. Ah. While I squeeze him, it's like uh-huh. our new thing. And he's like. Oh, that's so cute. Num, num, it's your song. Yeah. Oh, no. But brutal. your yeah, your video, if, uh, if folks take a moment to look at your YouTube channel, uh, you have some amazing music videos. And Num is one of them. And you're Thank looking you. all saucy and amazing and the lighting and there's like all this cool stuff, which maybe you could tell us a little bit about what that was like for you to make the yes. music video. Okay. That was the most production I've ever done in my life. And I had like a line producer helping. So like it was so much work for all of us. Um, and the whole team did such a good job. So it was definitely the biggest project I've ever worked on. Like even with the magazine, cause you know, photo shoot production is like nothing compared to putting together like a whole video shoot you know so there were probably like 40 people on the set total and we shot in a little attic space that's a bar um for like private events and stuff um and i just loved the look of it i fell in love with it i I saw it once and i just couldn't get over it and it has like brick on the wall and it has this like kind of easy kind of feel you know Uh um i was like my fake faux real wall i love the ambiance in your studio by the way i feel like you and i thank you it's uh real it's Mm -hmm. so real and uh i think that's why which side note if you don't have a mother or if you have a rocky relationship i could be your mother you could be like i love my mom i Oh, okay. I was just gonna you say. You can't adopt me. I'm not up for grabs. It's, you're not up for sale. No, not yet. Shoot, I have yeah, two sons, so I gotta. I'll, I'll let you know if anything changes. Okay. If she sees this, she's gonna be like, "Who is that?" She's actually a jazz vocalist, and she inspired <gasps> me to pursue music. Yeah. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, yes. She's incredible. She, okay, uh, your mom is amazing. Then tours. She tours with a big band called the Harry James Orchestra and has been in like 49 states in the country touring she's oh my goodness wow incredible okay good stuff she has a wikipedia page do you have a wikipedia page no yes you you do the requirements for being my mom can i if i stick around with you though hang out maybe i'll get a wikipedia page we'll we'll see maybe i'll write my own be this faux this big, beautiful faux write-up of the wonderful world of MILF podcast. Oh my God, love it. I don't know. I'll just have, yeah, maybe I will. I'll ghost write my own, my own write-up. Maybe you can help me after that because you're, you're an editor. Done, yes. Let's do it, yes. Let's do it, I'm, awesome. I'm ready. Okay, so the brick wall, I knew, I knew I liked you. Your music, I knew everything. I knew your personality was jiving with me on all levels. The brick wall is just one more reason why there's a jive there. So you're you're yeah, in, looking at this place, music. yeah. So you were inspired by this place. You you got all of the everything lined up, and you did this video. And I yeah. interrupted I mean, you. Tell me honestly, more. Honestly, I put a lot of like effort into finding like visuals that I wanted like corresponding in it. Like I was very inspired by Chicago. Um, that movie and Roxy Hart's whole number, 
with that little like sequence getup and like all the guys like catching her and shit. I was like, that's me. That's what I want. Let's do this shit. Um, so yeah, I had to learn how to dance because I got the choreographer and director Maria Del Bagnon. She's awesome. Um, and then Ben Shani and um, uh, Jason Edward are like my two best friends and they filmed. Um, and then Maria brought all the dancers on board because she's like really big in the dance community here. And um, we did it for a very, very low budget, shockingly low, because they were all very nice to me <laughs> and they deserve millions of dollars. Um, you know, and you could fool me, you could fool a lot of people because that's how well the production came off. It I'm was, just going to tell people, it was a $100,000 production. $1,000. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say that. It's It looked like a $100,000 production. Awesome. Yeah. You fooled me. Yes. And the crew, they're amazing, top notch. Yeah. And you did another video. Uh, this was Little Planet. Yeah. Um, so that was um, directed by my boyfriend, Peter Hagen, and um, filmed by Ben Shani, who's, you know, like I said, one of my best friends. And we just did it in this really cool studio that you could turn a button on and it would rain inside. It was so cool. Um, so I, when I saw that feature in that studio, I was like, that's the one. That's what I need. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I really love the visual intertwining of music. That is so exciting and fun to me. Yeah, and I wanted to give our, our audience a chance to take a listen to that as well. Sorry. I'm a little spaced out. Welcome to my planet. Can I show you around? Right is left and left is right. new music video actually I'm trying to work on a couple of music videos but obviously it's really hard right now because there's a pandemic and I don't want to be like walking around without a mask getting yelled at and also I don't want to spread coronavirus so I'm um, trying to work on a music video for late which is almost done but I just need to film one more scene and um, a music video for talking to myself um, but that one hasn't even begun yet and that's going to be a lot I feel like all right. So this is like, yes, this is your full-time gig right now. You really putting in a lot into all of this effort. It shows. I wish it was my full-time gig, but it's my full-time part-time gig. It's the full-time like part-time. My, my full heart is in it, but my full-time is somewhere definitely different. Yeah. If you could, I'm curious what you could accomplish, just how much musical Dude. content you could push out if it was like if no whole barred trust fund baby just imagine watch out yeah yeah let's go find that where do we figure out the trust fund is there like a trustfundbaby.com out there we could apply for uh, it's probably a porn site oh yeah probably Clickbait. is <laughs> Trustfundbaby.com. Now I'm going to have to look <laughs> I'm going to look that. it up right now. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. You do that. Well, I, 
<laughs> I'm going to ask about uh, maybe you, why you're looking. Keep at it. Keep looking for that. Uh, but your song Blue, mm-hmm. uh, as in Blue in My Face, B-L-E. Oh, is it really a site? Your jaws it's not. dropped. Basically, <gasps> we need to get this. We need to get on address. that? Yeah. Trustfundbaby.com. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's write that down. I can't believe this isn't a thing. How is that? I'm sure. I have chills. Yeah. Chills. I don't know. Let's, after this podcast, let's continue the talk. Let's okay. figure out what we could do with that. Trust <laughs> one baby day. Could we sell? We could sell chocolate. We could sell. We. Could, oh, my God. Ideas. Yeah. Well, what we need to do is because obviously this is going to become a huge phenomenon after this podcast. I think so. So we need to buy it now. And then people will bid on it later, and then we will be set for life. And then we will have a trust fund for our babies. Can we write a song right now about that? Called Trust Fund Baby. Trust Fund Baby. Yeah, because I have a song called Sugar Daddy. So now we need a song called Trust Fund Baby. That's right. Yes, you do. You know, and speaking on that, I I wanted to throw this out to you. Just, you know, I kind of had a tune to it. This is my poem for you. I (gasps) I thought maybe if we got inspired, we can build on this. So it's Madeline, short and sweet like port wine. She sends me dank, drunk texts. She likes to talk to herself. Oh, she's just my type. Her name is Madeline, not Madeline. Yo, you, oh my God. Wow, you really researched me. It's all there. That's cool. I, that is the best poem ever written about me. Yeah. I'm the only poem ever written about me. The so o- that is really exciting. Thank uh, you. I had a feeling you would like that. Can you send that to me so I can my, Yes. I'll be like. I absolutely will. I'll be like, I got a poem written about me, everybody. Yeah. Do you want me to autograph it and send it yes. to you? It's like worth the, nothing. Well, it's not worth- yet. But soon, after this is released. It's true. Well, trustfundbaby.com. It's yeah. right around the corner. Uh, See, I know. I knew that something was going to come out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I wanted to t- tiptoe back a little bit to how I even found you. I feel like it was just the timing is right. Uh, mm. I just barely started following an Instagram page called my song wins uh great guy who i've interacted with rock dennis. well his real name aka dennis. dennis not dennis we're not supposed to say dennis apparently hi dennis sorry we're... my bad my bad but he i don't know how that worked out but he had uh asked to approach you to do uh, like a host gig uh, but mind yeah. song wins is like a tournament uh for all sorts of musicians and genres to get together and allows followers to vote on their their best songs and uh so because i love music so much it's so much a part of my life i'm like obsessed with new musicians and and their stories which is again why i'm so grateful that you're talking to me today because i i just i soak up all this information but there you were being awesome and introducing my song wins and being sassy and funny and i'm People like got offended by it what how could yeah, this one girl this one girl wrote to rock and she was like who is this girl who's calling us idiots and like got mad 
What? You know, I was like, What's up, idiots? This is how the game works or whatever. You know, like I was so, just like messing around. Yeah. When you did that, I'm like, oh, she called me an idiot. I love her. <laughs> well, people, this masochist. was meant to they be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean about my personality? I don't know. But anyway, it was like an infatuation at first sight for me. And I'm like, this lady um, is amazing. So I'm like, 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 vote, vote, vote. And I'm like, maybe someday she'll, she'll heart me back. And oh my God. And I did immediately. You like not only hearted me back, you're like, Hey, what's up? No, I begged you to be on here. And I'm like, what the heck? And for those obviously that don't know, here's the story. So you send me this message on Instagram and I'm freaking out. I'm telling my family, I'm like, ah! <laughs> ah! she like, I'm a fangirling, right? Oh. And I, you're in real time. I'm showing everybody our message and uh, you're like, Hey, what's up? And I'm going, Hey, what brings you to MILF town? And, uh, and then I say something like, if you're here to say, I want an interview, I'm going to have to pinch myself, yeah. but instead autocorrect helped me say punch, punch. I'm going to have to punch myself. Yeah. And then I said, don't hurt yourself. For don't something hurt like yourself. That. Yeah. And I'm like too late. It's just happening. I'm literally, cause I'm freaking out. Like, you, so that was such a wonderful, yeah, we were just, the, it was electric for me. So it was, it was this. It was. Which is why I'm like, do you have a mom? If you don't, I'm here for you. <laughs> I know some other people who would like to be adopted from their parents right now. Really? I'll, I'll send I'm, you your way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm open arms. Okay, perfect. I'm here for y'all. I'm a mom. I do this for you. <laughs> so that was a fun I just freaking out that yeah. No, you're talking a little on me. So what what a blessing. But my song wins if you're not following that. Uh -oh. Wait, did we just have an earthquake? <gasps> I think we just had an earthquake. Wait, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Yes. I just had an earthquake real quick. Earthquake LA. Yeah, because I think we just had one while we were live, <gasps> and that would be kind of epic, right? Oh my goodness. Um, let's see. I don't know. I don't see anything. Wait, yeah, we did. You felt something. Oh, my. Like 1.6 magnitude. Not very big, but yes, it happened. 1.6? One si 1. Yeah, not big. Earthquake. You felt it, though. Yeah. You know why? It's because why? we're talking and we're having fun. Yes, that's exactly why. That's why. We're making a dent <laughs> in yes. the crust of the earth. <laughs> in the crust of the earth. <laughs> my earthquake my la earthquake.com is is that a thing it could be <laughs> we're, we're just gonna be it. we're just gonna be buying domains left and right after this the thing conversation is, i don't know why i didn't get that piece of financial pie i really needed to be in on that like why was it back in the 90s why wasn't i buying all the good domains i mean like i know i was like an infant but like i yeah what's your excuse I don't know. You're an infant. It's not yeah. good enough. Anyway, you were asking about blue, right? And then yes. I uh, yeah. it, well, I think I cut myself off and then that's, a, that's the mark of a really good conversation when you, yes, you, you, 
trip over each other and then you just come back like it never happened before. So yes, the song Blue, uh, I'm just like, oh my God, I love this sound. This is great stuff. And then all of a sudden, I, when I saw uh, the song or heard, excuse me, heard the song on Spotify first, I didn't see that there was a featured artist with you. And so I was so surprised when all of a sudden I hear this cool rapper voice come in and going, wait, 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 hola, hola, hola. And he's like, no, 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 I got this. Like, like he's got this. He's he going to finish. Let me talk for a second. Yeah. I Like, he's he's going to, like, emphasize what you've already said. He's going to throw some more heat on it. And I'm like, who is this guy? And, uh, of course, I had to do my research. And I, hearts is what I see you, you're showing. Dante Jukel. You know, I don't even know if I'm yeah, saying his last name right. Yeah, Jukel. Yeah. Tell me about Dante. How did this magic happen? He's just, he's the best human being. And he was one of my first friends in LA. Um, I met him at a recording session uh, of one of my friends. He was engineering for him, I think, and maybe doing some producing. I can't remember. Um, but it was just this little studio down the street from me. Um, and he and uh, our friend Justin were both there and they were like, well, what are you working on? And I'm like, well, I'm new here and uh, I have some songs. And they were just like, well, we love your songs. Let's do this. And um, they've been helping me ever since. And we've all grown together a lot, you know? Um, and, and Dante's just an unbelievable rapper. He really is. Um, he's exceptional. And he can freestyle like crazy too. And it's really, really fun to watch. And, um, but he's just all, like an all around great friend and, and human being. And um, we work really well in the studio. He and she's engineering this album that's coming out in October. And um, I just feel very comfortable with him. Um, you know, I can't be in the studio with people I don't feel comfortable with because it's just going to sound like shit. And he always gives me really good notes on my voice. And then we like to write together too. So we wrote that song together. And now we're working on a new song for the new album called Good Behavior. And it's really, really sexy and you're going to love it. Okay. You got me. I'm sucked in. I'm ready. When do you think that might be released? Hmm? I think on my birthday which is October 16th. October 16th, everybody make a yeah. note. Yeah, put that yeah. on your calendar. Save the date. I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait. And his voice, yeah, it was, I had gooseies and I'm listening to it. I just loved it. I'm like, I got to follow this guy. So yeah. yeah, and maybe we could take a second to listen to a little bit about, uh, from that track. Yo, Madeline, let me talk to you for a minute. Yeah. You want the fruit that we call temptation Breaking all the rules when you first try to make them Tell me what to do when you lose your patience Stuck in the mood and we're all misbehaving Tell me what world you're chasing A boy meets girl situation But life's not a sitcom even if I did wrong Hope you never ever want to change our station And I don't have to get you naked Stimulate your mind, good conversation Tell me about your past and the times you wasted Tell me how those lame ass dudes were basic I just want to be your favorite when I finished this album, I was like, this is the first time I haven't hated listening to myself. And that's when I knew I could put it out. Yeah. Isn't that funny how when people like I hate the sound of my voice. Yeah. And well, you don't have to agree. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, your voice. Sucks. <laughs> you have such a beautiful yeah. voice. How could you say that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. To me, it sounds like garbage. But some people are like, no. I want to just talk to you. And I'm like, what? And my son's like, you're going to do this podcast. I'm like, Psh, sounds like garbage. But 
for no. for a artist, but thank you for a singer songwriter to have that like. Ugh. I'm not sure it takes it can take a lot of courage until people are saying, no, what you have is beautiful, amazing, keep doing it. And so when I hear your voice, I'm like, oh, why would you put it under a bushel? No, let your well, light shine. You'd be, surprised. you'd be surprised how many people hate, you know, like the other day, some guy from Russia was randomly like, hey, uh, I think you could be a, a model, but um, your voice is really weak, very, very weak voice. Um, just, uh, you probably should not be a singer. And I, I called him a weak little man and he didn't know what he was talking about. Usually I hold my tongue. Yeah. I usually like don't get invested in things like that, but sometimes I can't help it. So really what we should be doing is a match site with this gentleman from Russia and the woman who got offended at you saying, Hey idiots. They would love each other. You know, like they belong to each other. They're the haters and haters need love, I guess. They, they do probably more than anybody. Yeah. But uh, haters.com match haters.com. I don't know. I'm feeling hatermatch.com. <laughs> Let's see. Is it available now? We, can, we see we're coming up with a lot of my money making ideas. Yeah. I mean, like we're we definitely getting business out of this at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, will you be yeah. my business partner? Sure. Okay. Everybody, okay. you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, so you have um, quite a few songs in your catalog, uh, and you have been playing for a very long time, but then you you kind of t- stepped away from your music for a little bit um, until you got some encouragement uh, to start. But when did you begin playing the guitar and start exploring your your style? Yeah, well, I mean, I was like a really emo little child, and I would like go back in the woods by myself and um, write songs, just like sing them a cappella, like, oh, my life's so bad. It was like really not bad at all. Alone, and, alone uh, with your thoughts. And... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which like, I had no business being sad when I was little, absolutely none. Um, but for some reason, I like had, you know, had some empath energy and pick some of that shit up. I don't know. And um, <laughs> then I started playing guitar in the fifth grade because my brother wanted me to play rhythm so he could solo over it. And then eventually we were in a rock band together when I was in seventh grade and he was in high school. And um, we would tour in Ohio and play at all the clubs. And like as a seventh and eighth grader, I would, it'd be like a Wednesday night or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, middle schoolers, who wants to buy a ticket for my show tonight at, you know, where would we play? The, the Agora or whatever. It's Battle of the Bands. And they'd be like, my mom won't let me go to that. Are you crazy? So um, that's like how the gigging started and all of that. And um, then, you know, I wrote my first song in seventh grade about a breakup. And um, I guess I've just been writing ever since then because it's just like a therapeutic thing. Yeah, that's a great story. Oh my gosh. I, uh, my father has passed on now, but when he was younger, uh, he was a great guitar player just back in the 60s. And as the story goes, he had his own band at like the age of 15. Oh, wow. And yeah, his band who were all older than him 
and of yeah. age were sneaking him in the back to I play. Love that. Yes. And then, and he owned two cars before I had a driver's license. Oh my God, what a baller. His mommy and daddy, my grandparents, didn't know. That was my dad. Oh yeah. my God, he's a badass. He was a badass. Yeah. So that. there's, uh, there's, I, I would say that really birthed a lot of where the, my music interest comes from because uh, there was music playing in our house. But uh, anyway, yeah. so the badassery of your experience going into those things with your brother. How cool is that? Which leads me actually to my question about your band. And is it, uh, it, am I right to say that your brother is still involved in that a little bit? Unfortunately, my brother lives in the Republic of Georgia. Oh, I have to plug my phone in, but yeah, he lives in the Republic of Georgia, which is a tiny, for everybody who doesn't know, a tiny Eastern European country near Turkey. And it used to be part of the Soviet Union. Yes. Um, Wow. Yeah. So he lives there. And he's very happy. He does a lot of like techno music now. And he was actually on Georgia's Got Talent. Um, wow. He's really cool too. Yeah, he's really awesome. That's amazing. So you do have a, a group of guys that you collaborate with um, and Yeah, it's different now. Um, yeah. Right before the pandemic, um, my band kind of broke up um, for, I want to say creative differences, but it wasn't. It was just like, them being dicks um and then i found new bandmates at least well two new bandmates justin and i still work together justin's my drummer and he also has a side project called night shift it's not a side project it's like his whole thing and he's dope and he makes music um as a solo artist and it's called night, night shift, shift. It. night shift night shift um, i like that so, okay yeah he's really dope and then um so justin and i will probably always work together um and then now we have Alex who plays lead guitar and she is so sick. And we have Zach who plays bass and we have Julianne who does keyboard and backup vocals. You've got a whole thing going and now I wish I lived in LA so I could just oh, yeah, you gotta come listen to, a show. to you guys all the time. I well, I clicked on your on your website, there's a section for tour, touring. Yes. And of course it's it. there's nothing there. Yeah. But my hope is that the world just takes a chill pill. Everybody learns how to love, love and light and listen to music and get back into this. So I'm, I'm hoping that in a short amount of time that we're going to see that uh, tour category filled up. Yeah, we had a show set up at the satellite we were really excited about, but that got postponed because of the pandemic. Um, but we're hoping to tour this year, but it looks probably more like it's going to be 2021 now. Um and um because you know tour plans take so long and um but you know we're definitely looking for places to stay in wisconsin uh that's funny that you say that because i've been talking to my husband i'm like we have lots of money right there's like no sound be like (laughs) hello honey do do we have any extra that we can buy a farm or something because we're going to have to house a lot of musicians when they come through, through town. Yes. yes. And, uh, I have a feeling your platform is going to blow up. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, really? Yeah. I, really I don't, so. uh, thank you. I'm yeah. not, I'm actually quite shocked about it. I've been hearing that. And the whole reason I'm doing this is because my son, I, he told me, don't say that anymore. That's not even funny. And I'm like, but you are kind of making me. 
do this for your Jacoby Studios channel. Because he does music interviews as on the side because he's a graphic designer. Shout out to my son, Holden Jacoby Henry, uh, by the way. And so he's dabbled in a lot of creative stuff. And he's this started as a joke, right? Uh, so I'm going to say it. It started as a joke. And I was quite surprised that anybody would want to chat with me about music because I'm a, I'm a fangirl. And, uh, but apparently I'm, I might be the only MILF podcast in town. Um, in Wisconsin, for sure. In the world, <laughs> probably. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it, it was funny. I don't know. We're going to see where it goes. But the point and the whole, the whole reason for this is to get other people excited uh, I frankly am shocked at people that don't look at music the way I do. I just want everybody to look at the way and hear it the way I do. Every, really every genre. There's some genres that are a little bit more uh, impactful for me than others, but uh, it's, I'm not even kidding. I dream about music. I, I hear music all the time. It's like part of my conversations. If somebody asked me a question, I break out into a song and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, did you not hear what I sang to you? How much clearer can I be? Right. So yeah, I'm I surprised mean, I, that I people think that's the best way to express yourself. Yeah. Just sing it. Even in an office environment, anywhere, really. Yes. Right. Well, I think if people played and listened to music and interacted with more uh, musicians and singers and creatives, the world would be a better place. There, I said it. I love that. Yeah, I should. So uh, tell me a little bit about your recording process. And you mentioned uh, going just down the street around the block to the studio, like, hi, yeah. hey. Yeah, I love that. I love the fact that I live so close to the studio. Um, basically, I've been working with a producer in, in Belgium recently, my friend Bob Barrow. And what I do Bob from is Belgium. Bob the Belgian, can he mix it? Bob the Belgian, yes, he can. That is Bob the Builder's theme song, but I turned it into but with Bob. Bob. I know what you did there. Okay, thank God. Clever, I, clever. For all the listeners who have never seen Bob the Builder. Crouton, what's wrong? Sorry, my dog is <laughs> fouling him. He's mad. He's like, you work from Does home. Why can't you spend every waking minute with me? Yeah. Does he need to say something? Do we need to he might, talk he might. to him? Just give me one second. Yes, absolutely. What is little guy's name? This is Crouton. <gasps> Crouton? Yeah, Maybe he I'm... some love and attention. He needs some love. Oh, baby Crouton. I don't want you to be upset. Yeah, he just had to go to the doctor. So he's kind of mad and grumpy right now. He's a little grumpy, grumpy pants. He needs yeah. a lot of love. And for anybody, if they're just listening to the podcast, let me just describe little Crouton. He's cute. He looks a little sassy like his mom. And he has brown and, and black features and just almost like a little Toto. Not quite. Yeah. He's Not a Yorkie chihuahua. So he's a Chorky. Oh, he's a Chorky. Darling. Yeah. Nice yeah. to meet you, Crouton. Nice to meet you. Um, so we were talking about the recording process. Yes. Okay. So That's correct. Bob the Belgian lives in Belgium and I will have a song and I will basically just make a video recording of me playing the chords and pull out the whole structure of the song. 
then he will make it sound way better than I will make it sound on the guitar. And he lays down the initial guitar track. We take that initial guitar track that's perfectly timed because he has excellent rhythm and a sense of inner BPM. And we take it to the studio and um, then Dante and I will do the vocals and all the harmonies with all those layers over top of that guitar track. And we will send those back to Bob and we will be like, Bob, make this sound like gold. And Bob will be like, okay, I yeah, will. I got you. And he'll put the bass down, he'll put like, more, like electric, whatever I ask him to do, he can usually figure it out. Um, and then he'll get some of his own ideas and throw those in there. But like, you know, if I'm like, we need a glockenspiel, like he'll try to find a glockenspiel. So Bob is amazing. I guess that's what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. I mean, yes. There's a lot of like producers out there, you know? And I'm like, oh, what instruments do you play? And they're like, instruments? What are those? And, but Bob really plays like shit tons of instruments. So it's like, that is real deal stuff. Yeah. Say hi to Bob for me. I will. I will. I'm sure he'd like hi, to Bob. come on your show. <gasps> would he? I'm sure Dante would too. And I'm sure Dante. I want to start recording. Night shift Dante. Yeah. Would you all just like come on and talk about your stuff? That's an yeah. invitation right now. Oh my God. I'm inviting yeah. you over for dinner. We're going to uh, just fly over. We're just going to go to Wisconsin. We'll be Big right deal. there. Just, I've got a lot of cheese. Love it. A lot of cheese. We can cheese breads and stuff. Actually, my favorite cheese comes from Wisconsin. Does it's it really? called the double play, shoot, triple play cheddar or something. Triple, I've never heard of that. You got to look out for I'd this. To, here you are telling me, you got to look into this Wisconsin cheese. Like, I don't know. I live here. It blew never heard of my it. mind. <laughs> it's, oh, it was unreal. I'd have to check into Trip that. Play. What's funny, I'm actually not originally from Wisconsin, so I am a oh, transplant where are you from, from Washington State. Shout okay. out to the Northwest. Uh, by way of Utah, when I was younger, it's so I've moved around a lot too. I, that's another thing yeah. we have in common. We've we've been around. Uh, but my favorite cheese is a Washington State cheese called Tillamook. Tillamook from Tillamook, and it's actually made in a place just on the. Uh, the border of Oregon and Washington is uh, the Columbia River. So Tillamook uh, cheese. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up. Check it out. You might be able to find it at your local Costco. That'd be great for me. That's right. All right. Plugging Costco. Uh, from Costco. It was shocking because so here we are. We have all this cheese availability. I'm like, no, I need my Tillamook. Nothing but my Tillamook cheese. So I guess that doesn't make me a real Wisconsinite. That's okay. But I try. I notice that as the years go by, I'll pick up uh, kind of the more northern accent of Wisconsin. You have? Yeah. My kids would be like, what did you say? <laughs> and I'm like, cracker? Wisconsin? What? Oh, yeah. We have that in Ohio, too. It's like an Akron. Akron. Akron, Akron yeah. Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like a weird Canadian thing. It's it's interesting. And my twin sister, who still lives in Washington State, she's like, I don't even know you anymore. Oh, my God. I don't even oh. know. I can't even hear That's what you're saying. So, 
Another thing, and there's actually a lot of diversity in the area that I live in, thankfully, because mm-hmm. I thrive in diversity. Uh, but I have friends and neighbors, and they. this was something new to me because where I lived, I never heard people pronounce the word ask, A-S-K, as X. Oh, yeah, that's very different. And, and when I first heard it, I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, but you didn't because, know what that was. Like, I didn't know. I'm like, I do you need an axe? I think I got something around here for the wood pile. Can I, I ask you something? Can I ask you something? And yeah. you're, like, you're gonna take an axe to me? She made it what what's going on? Yeah. Because uh, I had never heard that. And now get this, because I hear it a lot, my family catches me saying it. Let me oh ask God. you something. At and least like, you don't what? say wash. That's Warsh. also an Ohio thing. Uh, bubbler, wash, wash my mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, I that I refuse to say. I will never say wash. Just mm. saying. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's no, no, it's not. Uh, tell me a little bit about your fashion. You're into fashion still. Uh, yeah. Do you? It's uh, it's wearing off, but I still ah! like. I, it's I, a great I, joke. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's wearing off. Wearing off, get it? Um, I get it. I love that. It's, I don't know. I feel like when I was disconnected from music, fashion was sort of my creative outlet, but it's not really that creative when it comes down to it. Um, so it, it's just so material, and I feel like I got so yeah. deeply involved in it that I kind of lost myself and felt a little superficial for a while. And um, that's not good. So um, I've tried to distance myself from it, but I also just really like pretty things. So uh, it's hard. Um, and I, you know, like I said, I love creating like visual aesthetics, especially around music. So when I do music videos, it's like one of the, my favorite parts. And now one of my best friends is always like sending me stuff like music video, music video, like it'll be like boots or something. And, you know. We're always talking about that. Stuff. So, like, you probably have a whole Pinterest All mood boards. Yeah, yeah right. You yeah. said another funny thing there. I don't think you noticed, but you said uh, it's so material. You're like yeah, rolling in puns. Material. You're rolling in puns and you don't even know it. You know what? I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> um, it, just, but yeah, it just comes it, naturally. I guess so. Um, yeah, I guess fashion is, is still fashion is still fashion. A part of my life. It's oh, that's my lovely. Life. <laughs> I want to take a moment to ask how fans like me can support you, follow you, uh, and just be there for your musical journey. Okay, well, my routing number to my bank account is yes. zero two one. Sorry, I'm just kidding. No, um, continue. <laughs> Well, my Venmo is Madeline Dash Rosine. So if you want to send me like a few thousand dollars, I'm not going to stop. Or even like a few like pennies. I'm not going to stop anyone. Um, but uh, just stream my music, please. Like you can do it and like just mute it if you really fucking hate it that much. Like, But just, just go keep to, go going. To my Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Go to my Spotify. Type, it, type in Madeline Rosine on Spotify and then stream it and then just turn the volume off. I mean, that's not going to hurt anybody. Yeah. Well, I would encourage people to actually not mute it because your music's that good. So, but I, you know, I hear what you're saying. Just keep 
running it in the background all day long. Help yeah, my girl out. If like it or not, just do it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to put all of your links and uh, we we just want people to be as excited, again, like I said, as me because I'm a huge fan girl. So I'm going to let you get back to your world, like get, get you back to your doggy crouton tonight. And I want to thank you for joining. You're a busy gal. So what a blessing and pleasure it was for me to get to talk to you. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you, you very me. much. My pleasure. I really want to set up like yours someday like that. I, I admire everything you've done. Where, where did oh. you get all this like cool gear? All the cool gear in the back? I'll send well, you all the Amazon like links. Microphone situation <gasps> and all of that. I sent that you the links. That is so, it's pro-fresh. It's pro-fresh? Yeah. So I just started a wish list on Inst- Instagram, or not Instagram. I started a wish list on Instagram on uh what, what's that little thing called amazon amazon, amazon. yes indeed yeah yeah for a very long time i had my mill podcast wish list and i'm like i don't have the money for this stuff right now but if i do here we go here's the list here's all the stuff yes. <laughs> yes. and yeah. uh yeah, but I, I got a shout out to to my son for Jacoby Studios because he's got the vision and the technical know-how to get this kickstarted and I'm just the, the talent quote unquote. Just the talent. Just I'm just sitting here warming up the chair, talking to people about their music because that's what I like. That that's that's what makes life worth living. So there it is, but I'll send you all the links. I got you. Perfect. Thank you for everything. And I will definitely send people your way if you're interested in talking to more people. Absolutely. I would love that. Bring them. Uh, We don't get paid and we're not paying you. This is all a labor of love because that's what music is. Music rules the world. And uh, we want this to get out. So more, more the merrier, more conversations. Awesome. Thank you again. Good night. Blessings to you. We'll chat again. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.